Well, Rob, I'd imagine the, uh, the, the dressing room is a pretty happy place at the moment. Yeah, um, certainly compared to uh, maybe towards the World Cup period. But yeah, everyone's certainly more positive and uh, the vibe around the place is, is happy and that can only encourage growth really and hopefully we can keep going. It, you know, we always hear players talk about, you know, keeping an even keel and those kind of things. And, and everybody's going to try and do that. But it's just human nature, isn't it? When results are going well, you're going to be a bit happier than you are when, when you're losing. Yeah, well, that's just the nature of the, the game we play. Um, you know, when you lose, it's real, it can be a real low. You're really down. And when you win, you naturally get that high. And it's just about managing that, really. And especially with the, the congestion that, we have to deal with in this league games come thick and fast so uh, you can't really afford to uh, be be too high or too low knowing that there's a game coming in a few days time and is that something that you've got better at in the time that you've been with City or certainly in your, your professional career because it's something I, I always think for young players like that must be a really tricky thing to get your head around yeah uh, it, the more games you play the better you get at it and it, it you know it can take longer for others but Ultimately, it's something that uh, young players like myself need to uh, need to learn and learn very quickly at this level. And, and for you, having been out of the team for a little bit and now having a, a run of games, that's got to make you feel, you know, that the work that you're doing to get back in the team is is working. Yeah, I just thought, you know, just got to be positive. Really, um, uh, being out of the team isn't, you know, it's not ideal, but. You can't, you can't moan about it. You can't be down. You can't be negative because negativity can be infectious, and positivity is also infectious. So it's better to spread the the better kind. So that's what I kind of aim to do. And then, uh, you know, when I when the opportunity was there, I made sure I gave it a right good go. Well, you certainly have done that, and it's you know you've got to use those because every professional football is going to have spells out of a, a team, aren't they? And it's how you respond to that and, and what you do to try and improve your game and make sure when you do get that chance that you're not going to be left out again exactly and you know we've talked about things that players have to deal with and that's another thing uh, being left out of the team for any reason you've got to be ready for it and when you are out of the team you've got to do everything you can to get back in the team and that can come from you know improving yourself physically technically and mentally as well are those all things that you've tried to sort of work on over the course of this season and, and, and before that, I'm sure? Yeah, so anything I can control, I've tried to improve. So as I mentioned, yeah, you know, whether that's in the gym, you know, uh, getting stronger or technically working on something that you're not very good at or improving your own strengths and, uh, yeah, just better in the mind, really, and trying to create that positive atmosphere for others and yourself. It's certainly working at the moment. I mean, defensively, since it's gone to the, um, the the four as well, the team's just looked better balanced. How does it look from the, the back where you are? You, you've been keeping a lot tighter at the other back than at times earlier in the season. Yeah, um, to be fair, when I first came back in, we were, playing, we were still playing the back three. and I thought it was quite comfortable then as well. And I just thought uh, the switch to the back four against Swansea, uh, the first half was very tough. And then... Uh, we made the switch at half time and then it just awoke something in all of us almost and um and then we've stuck with it since and um i've i've not played in the back four for uh well since the start of last season really so it's been a long time for 
quite a few of us. Um, but you know, with every game we play, we we get that better understanding with each other, and I feel like already there is that kind of connection between the four of us. And uh, also, you know, we got Thomas, who's just come back from injuries, you know, pushing us and making us all better, really. So yeah. And whenever you get that sort of change in formation, it always means little changes to, to what you're doing. I think Zach certainly looks like he's he enjoys playing in a, a four, perhaps more than a, a three. How is it with you? Do you uh, do you relish the, the extra responsibility or does it, does it mean that you've got to do slightly different things? Yeah, it's, it's, it's different, yeah. Um, for me, I don't really have a preference. I don't mind either. I've played in both in my uh, career so far and I've enjoyed enjoyed myself in, in both roles um, yeah you could argue that you know playing a back four you have that one less man so as you said there's more responsibility but I think when you get got that extra man in midfield it it does help you defensively as well um, you know winning those second balls and just winning that midfield battle so yeah there's certainly pros and cons to both Absolutely. Um, does it put it in the back of your mind because one of your, your big strengths is your marauding runs forward always enjoy that Does do you have to sort of be thinking an extra layer of, okay, can I afford to, to take that chance with a, uh, a four? Um, I suppose you could say that. Uh, at Oxford, we played a four and I was very successful at that. I think it's just what the, the game demands, really. Uh, game to game, for instance, that game um, against Preston was a very ugly and hard-fought win. Uh, it wasn't really, you know, the um, unless you're Alex Scott, it's not really the game to... <laughs> get it down and just start taking it past players and yeah you just got to, the gaffer leaves it up to me for me to make my own decision um, whether I'll, I'll do it or not which is it and that's good because he's got the the trust in you to do it and you you mentioned Alex it, it, do you ever just sort of stand there and watch and think are you playing a different game to me <laughs> yeah he's he's um he's certainly special um and it's I'm glad I, yeah so I, so he's I'm glad he's on our team really I've I'd hate to be those uh, midfielders and defenders having to deal with him on a on a weekly basis. So yeah, I'm just happy that he's on our team. You and uh, and the city fans and and this weekend, you would imagine it probably a different kind of game to uh, to, to Preston, Norwich. I mean, the, the game at their place was a, f a fantastic match, and and they will come and try and attack you, which generally leads to to much more you know open games. Yeah, um, they've obviously had a change of manager as well. I remember the game of that play. It was a very, yeah, as you said, it's a fantastic game. We probably should have got some in from the game, really. Um, but yes, yeah, different proposition this time. Yeah, we've we've done we've done some work on them and uh, seen what they're about. And uh, yeah, it, it should be on paper anyway a really really exciting game. So let's hope for that. Eh? No worries. Oh, oh, Rob, I'm not sure if you're aware, but. Just before this interview, I had a look and you've won the second most aerial duels in the championship. I guess the height comes down to that. Why are you six foot, six foot four? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but how much does anticipation come into it as well? And, and, and does that come naturally or is, is that something you've had to kind of... What, in terms of reading the ball when it's in the yeah, air? No, and yeah, knowing where you're going to be. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's in some stadiums especially, it's so hard with how windy it is and uh, I think a big part of it is anticipation you look at you know obviously United have uh, Martinez who isn't the tallest but you know he wins his fair share of headers so I think anticipation is probably on par with that natural height and also that that jumping height as well so I'd agree it, anticipation is 
is important. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Martinez, but is, is there a player that you've kind of built your game on or, or watched over the years that you've wanted to learn on or progress? When when I was younger, I was, I was a big fan of um, Yaya Toure, but obviously um, him not being a centre-back is not very <laughs> applicable to to centre-halves. Um, I, 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 any, you know, sort of slowish centre, like Thiago Silva, for instance, he's not blessed. Well, obviously he's very old, so he's not going to be the quickest, but, you know, his, his, his reading of the game and as we just talked about, anticipation, those sort of mental skills are something that I really admire. The new signings, Kornick and Mometi, that have come in as a defender in training, what are they offering and are they troubling you with their uh, their ability at the moment? What have you seen from them? Uh, yeah, I've actually been very impressed with both of them. Um, good signings, uh, very different as well. H, obviously, you know, he's played in the champ, he's got the experience and being the striker I've probably come up against him a lot more than I have Anis but yeah I'm, I'm, I like what I've seen from the pair they're good lads as well which is probably the most important thing of all really that time small spell you had out the, the side around Christmas time what was the message to you from, from Nigel at that period um, there was no like direct message really but I think it, it, it the fact that I wasn't in the team was enough was enough of a message, if you know what I mean. So um, it kind of just spurred me on to improve myself mentally and get into a better place. And and I, f I think I've reaped the, re uh, the rewards for it, to be honest. So I think I'm a much better um, player from a mental standpoint than I was a few months ago. So, yeah. I was going to say, can you use that as a, as a motivational tool to, to know that if the form does dip here, here and there, that he's not afraid to, to replace and, and chop and change that, that defence? Yeah, exactly. But that's just football, really. Like, you know, if, if you're not winning, then something's obviously not working and you're not going to keep playing the same team if it's not working. So, yeah, that's just part and parcel of football, really. And just word on Max O'Leary and his form recently and how much confidence that's given the back line. Yeah, I thought he was, uh, I thought, especially at the weekend, he was incredible. I thought, you know, some of those saves he made would just really take the pressure off you. And, you know, when he's coming out and claiming uh, set pieces as well, it's just one of the best sights, really, as a centre-half to see your keeper just come and claim it and take all the pressure off you. So he's been really, really good, yeah. Uh, finally from me, I know it's in a few weeks, but the Man City game, and I kind of look at your journey from Basingstoke and Eastleigh and... So now, and does that kind of feel like a just reward for you that now you're going to be going up against Erling Haaland? <laughs> Potentially. Well, that's if he plays, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose you could see it like that, but I'd like to think that there's plenty more to come, really. It's not the, the end. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good test um, and to see where we're all at as a, as a, as a, as a, as a team. Um, but yeah, I think all you can do really is just look forward to it. You're playing against, you know, arguably one, one of the best teams in, in Europe. And uh, you just got to enjoy it really and just really uh, soak in the day and just enjoy it, yeah. Rob. Um, obviously, your brief time in the under-21s, did you find that perhaps, obviously, 
an experienced player like yourself, you played in League One and in the Championship. Do you find yourself dropping in and perhaps being a leader with the younger players, or do you find yourself learning from the experience, obviously playing with players that perhaps haven't played as many games as yourself? You, what you're on about when I was just for the chef, you because know, of this season. Yeah, just oh, yeah. into the under twenties, and also, also maybe if you played well, when you when you um, drop down into the the twenty ones. I'm twenty four now, and I, I was the oldest player on the pitch. So I think naturally you have to have that sort of leadership, and it's it was definitely um, a weird experience. Really, I've never been the oldest on the football pitch before. Uh, I used it as an opportunity to improve in that sort of area, really, and you know talking, communication, uh, leadership and just helping the, the young lads out and th that turned out to be a good day really as well. Uh, your centre-back partner, Zach, has received a lot of plaudits recently, getting a lot of man on the match awards amongst the supporters. What works well with this partnership? Of Obviously, you've seen yourself and him in a back three, but in a back two, is there, is there any difference between your game and his game now that you're playing just as a two? Zach's, Zach's a really good player and I'm glad... I'm glad fans are finally seeing that um, he's deserved all the plaudits he's got this season. He's been fantastic since the start, and it's he makes my life easy. I know he's got you know if I was, if I make a mistake, I know he's there to cover me. And likewise, if he makes a mistake, I try and be around him and help him out. Um, so there's that trust already, which is you know crucial for a, a blooming partnership. Um, yeah, he, he's he's got a real natural gift of having that sort of distribution over long ranges which is something that I've not quite got to grips yet and um, but yeah you know he's technically you know a bit smaller as well so he, he covers that side and then I'm taller so obviously aerially more dominant and yeah, we complement each other quite well I think. Uh, one player that obviously was part of that back three was Cal Mason. He obviously moved into a midfield. How much of a benefit was it was to learn from him? Obviously, it seems like he's a bit of a protector of the back uh, of the defence now in that defensive midfield role. Yeah, Nazi. Um, I've really enjoyed playing next to him as well. Even when he was at centre half, I thought he was doing really well. Um, and then to go into centre mid and do. This swell is something to be jealous about. I've always dreamed of <laughs> making that step up into midfield and doing it like that. But yeah, he's, he's a credit to himself. And, you know, when times are tough, he he gets going. And that's just an admirable trait, really. It's something that anyone would, would want in a player. Um, so, yeah. And he likens uh, Alex Scott to when Grealish was in the championship and also Gerard as well. Do you have that kind of feeling or do you liken Alex to perhaps someone else that you've seen in your career as well? Um, well I didn't really watch Grealish much in the Championship. or uh, I like to think he's his own player, really. I think he offers uh, different things to, to what Grealish offers. Uh, I'm really excited to see where his career goes, really. Um, I'll be following it for sure. Thank you. Hi, Rob. Um, yeah, Andy Vyman made captain this week. Um, how happy are you with that decision? What what attributes sort of does he have that led to that choice? I think it, it was the obvious one, really. As soon as Bent's um, Bent's left, it was kind of like didn't even really need a vote to be honest. It was already going to happen due to the fact that everyone kind of looks up to him and. 
you know, he's had such a good career up until this point and it, yeah, as I said, the obvious choice. Great. Um, this week against Norwich, um, I suppose you don't really need any extra motivation for a clean sheet, but um, you're without one in the league in 2023. Um, yeah, how, how eager are you to get that over the line? Um, yeah, clean sheet's always nice as a defender, but ultimately it doesn't really matter if you get a clean... As long as we win, that's all that matters. Um, a clean sheet is sort of like a cherry on the top sort of thing. Uh, it's always nice and it looks good, but the three points would be much better. Yeah, and yeah, you've touched on some of the um, sort of relationship with the young lads already, um, especially with people like Sam Bell, Omar Taylor-Clark on the bench, Dylan Kaji. Um, do you have, do you feel any responsibility in helping those guys um, settle in and sort of develop in the first team? Yeah, yeah, you have to, as a senior player, you have to take that responsibility and make sure you kind of do your best for the sake of their careers, really, and be the best uh, person around them, you know, role model, whether that's in the gym, on the pitches, or when we're playing at Ashton Gate, you know, you've got to help them out. You know, we, we were all that age at some point. Um, and when I was that age, I'd have liked, I'd try and be right now the person I'd have wanted to have as a role model when I was, you know, their age. So, um, yeah, you, you've got to give them the best chances possible, really, to, to improve and flourish in this environment. No worries.